This is Damien Maffei from The Strangers Pray at Night and Haunt, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast tonight we're talking about 2020's the babysitter killer queen currently streaming on netflix we're all back we got sammy we got joe myself todd and we got steve me and steve moved so we're fucking tired couldn't find our computers but we're here and we're happy what are you guys up to well we just got done watching the movie so excited to discuss it nice and fresh yes that's how we like to go in sam and i we usually watch it right before we record you know, I feel like that's the best way. That way you're nice. Because I feel like sometimes I'll we'll watch like a movie like like a week before. And they keep forgetting mm-hmm. shit, so. Yeah. I watched it yesterday. Nice. So what about, how, 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 how was moving for both of you guys? It was hard. <laughs> it was hot. sucks. It's hot and hard. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, yeah. when you move in, you start finding stuff that they were hiding or whatever. But... Nothing too bad, so it's all right. No, and like holes in the and, walls and shit. No, just a shower upstairs. It's needs fixing. I had to put like a new seal in the bathtub, things like that. Yeah, little things. Yeah. Are you guys settled? Do you guys not have inspections? No, we do, but um, I mean, you know, they only have a certain amount of time to do it, so it's not like they're running the water with a real person in the shower splashing around. You find like, the, the gaps in the shower and stuff like that. And I found there outside my basement, there's a little deck, and there's mouse poop inside. Oh. So I'm like, all right, let me get a no-kill trap, because I don't want to, like, accidentally get a bird or something. So I put the no-kill trap out there. The next night, he shits all over around the trap. So there's still food in there. So it's been three days. He's fucking, He's mocking me at this point. So he's been three days where the food's been in there. He adds more shit. So I bought those little sticky pads, which I don't like using. But, like, it's a matter of time before it gets in the house, right? So now I have sticky pads out there, too. And he's shitting around those. Like, it's, at this point, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I don't know, man. It's like annoying. that movie with, uh, was it John Goodman? Where he's trying to get the rat out of the house or whatever? <laughs> it's like Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys, have you guys gotten to your horror, like, rooms yet? Have you gotten those settled and, like, set up, or? Yeah, how no, not on my end, Steve. Oh. Yeah, no, I, uh, it just, I didn't have time to get to that. I set up, like, my TV and couches and stuff, but I haven't actually pimped out my horror room. And the reason for that is I'm getting my stairs done into hardwood. They're currently, um, on the carpet. And the the banging and everything really shakes the wall, so I don't want to put anything up until that's done next week. So that's at least the reason I'm going with. Yeah, I prefer carpet stairs because you're less likely to fall on them. Yeah. Okay. But they're a bit clean. That's really my uh, yeah my beef with them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to carry up the vacuum. But you know, let's talk about some horror movies, not vacuuming stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so we got any. Uh, listener feedback or anything steve uh yeah so uh we got a few more questions i don't have the email on the social media i think it's horror squad pod for the social media and uh, and the horror squad podcast at gmail.com for the email 
but usually I have a little paper that says that, but I can't find that it. That is correct. So, yeah, excellent. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so the first question comes to us from Mandy, and she continues with her little weekly thing, which is coming to the uh, back end. So I don't know what uh, what's going to happen after this. Uh, please recommend a movie starting with the letter O. Oh. Open water. One, two, three. I'm, I'm Googling it as we speak. Trying to think of one off the top of my head, though. Open water is a good one. Uh, the other is this one I like. Oh, uh, there's, yeah. One. No. Let me look at the O's, because that's about the only thing I have set up the in orphan. my room right now is my movies. Why do I bother? Well, what'd you say, Sam? <laughs> the Orphan. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's a good one. An Orphanage as well. Oh, I won. Um, Oculus. Mm. Oculus is a good yeah. one. That's not a super popular letter Mm-mm. I don't have much here Odd Thomas not bad mm. and I can't I think off the top of my head other there. Can, you, can you search anything there Todd um, did you guys say Overlord no 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 that's that a good one, one. it's really good yeah man yeah, that's a good one underrated I think actually you don't hear too many people talk about that one especially if it just came out recently that's all I really have. You guys said all the other ones. No. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, so, yeah, I, Mandy, you can let, find a couple in there. That was kind of a letdown. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got to rest all right. dust off the cobwebs here. We've been gone for a week, so now we're all rusty. Yeah, exactly. We're all super tired. <laughs> uh, all right. Sam, so our next... Sam's got to go poop, too. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> uh, actually, here's is... So Sam was in a magazine feature, which is amazing. Congrats, Ghoul. I yeah, bought Playboy. Steve, Good episode. Uh, I bought one when Steve told me, uh, for the other three, if a magazine wanted to feature you, what would the article be about? But first, I want to hear more about uh, Sam. How do you feel about being in a magazine? That's really fucking awesome. So. I feel hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag boss bitch. Well, yeah. Well, people, where can they pick up the mag if, you know, any of our listeners want to check it out? Um, at your local grocery store. Uh, a lot of people message me saying that there's not, like, a magazine area anymore, which is really weird. Cause I don't think we've seen one for a while either. But um, usually, like, at the cash wrap where they have all the other, uh, like, gossip mags and stuff. Yeah. But what magazine? Oh, it's Women's Day. Sorry. Yeah. It's a national magazine. ARP magazine, like my boss says. Oh, shit. Throwing shit. Ooh. Animosity. <laughs> right. You can also probably pick it up at Barnes & Noble, I imagine, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I need to get out the store and pick up my copy. And you know what? If uh, for the Midwesterners, I know Todd's Kroger has a magazine section, so Todd's gonna hide go check it out. It. Todd's going to hide it under his bed in between the mattress and box print. Better. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. What, what, magazine? what magazine would we want to be featured in? Is that the question? No. No, the question is actually, if a magazine wanted to feature you, what oh. would the article be about? Um, I guess my collection. That's what I Or the podcast. That's what I would like. That's a good one. Yeah. Probably being Playgirl. Ooh. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Guys in horror. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's 
come, let's do a uh, let's, let's do a spread. Let's do a, let's a, do a spread. Let's do a swimsuit. Now that swimsuit calendar. That'll be under Sam's mattress right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's do a horror squad swimsuit calendar. Perfect. Like the that um the second Mars always comes up around okay. Halloween. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and for me, I have to go to also be probably like one of my themed rooms or something. Like maybe an haunted mansion room or something. Yeah, like yours would be good in like a like a do it yourself Halloween town or something like that. Yeah, that, like, like in like, a craft magazine, that'd be cool. It'll be right, about just, the world's largest spooky town collection. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's uh, the question. What did Steve end up as his first horror film on his new TV? Uh, that was my question. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, it'll actually be my first one watch. Um, oh. spo- spoiler alert: probably the worst choice ever oh, no. <laughs> as far uh. as like visually. But uh, I just couldn't wait to see this movie, so I popped it in at four a.m. on Monday. Because I was so excited. I was so excited wow. to watch this that uh, I just had to. So that was the first one. But uh, visually, it's bad. Like it's not a good quality. No, yeah, it's not a good quality. Uh, I, like, I could have picked a million better things, but I just really want to see this movie, so it is. Is it new? No. I'll talk, I'll talk about it very soon. I want to know right now. Uh, you'll know soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and her last question is, congrats to Todd and Steve on your moves. What's the first horror thing you put up at the new house? Oh, good question. Thank you. Uh, I put up my horror magnets on my fridge downstairs. Oh. Yeah. What do you What's have? What's your favorite, yeah. My, um, I have like, uh, I only have like eight or so, but I got like a demon from, uh, demons, uh, gizmo, Sam from trick or treat, couple Jason's, couple, uh, Blair witches. Um, yes, yeah, so I put those up because my uh, basement is like the man cave has got a full kitchen and everything. So I want to turn that into like a movie themed snack bar. Love it. And then we got the media room. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, my little horror magnets. Love it. Very cool. Oh, so are these questions from Steve? Yeah. Uh, Mandy. Oh. Hey, man. <laughs> um, as for me, so it's not super horror, but the first room I did was my kitchen. And I have two Nightmare Before Christmas teapots that I put up on the top of my, like, um, counters there. And that's probably the first kind of horror thing that I put up. Um, other than that, I also put up uh, something I bought at Spirit Halloween this year in my man cave, which is a Beetlejuice sign uh, that points to his tombstone. Uh, I got both items this year, and they're really cool, so something that was easy to put up. I, put up. I also went to Spirit, and the first thing I bought for my room was those um, Freddy Krueger light-up string headlights. I got yeah. those, too, yeah. Those are cool. The ones that, cool. Are they the ones that like talk, too, and sing? Like they see yes. Oh, one, two, Freddy. Yeah, yeah. I got those yep. ones. Do you have the Jason ones as well? No, I need to get. They only had Freddy. It's, I think it's one of the stores that is like setting up late because they didn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. But um, I got Freddy, and then I got a Sam trick or treat um blanket. Nice. So I'm, I'm just pumped, and I put myself on the list um for the Sam. Even though I mean I'm not a giant trick or treat fan, but the freaking animatronic and Sam's like obviously awesome. Oh yeah, it's. Cheap. I'm trying to get Pretty that. Good. Use the, if you you can use the twenty percent off coupon on that too, and you can get it down for like I think like almost like a hundred and fifty for it or something. Yeah, yeah, I think it's one seventy nine normal. Yeah, I think you get like one forty five or something like that with the coupon. 
That's not bad. Free yeah. shipping too, but they only had the floor model. I'm like, well, can I buy the floor model? And she's like, yeah, but it's my first day. I don't know how to do that. I'm alone. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I want it myself. I think I'm going to wait and, yeah, maybe buy, like, the floor model at the end of the year or something. Yeah, if they have it. Right, if they have it. They actually, they had a lot more this year than they did last year, like, for, like, even, like, the, all the Sam Trick or Treats, very limited last year, but I think they made more this year knowing that it sold so well. That's good. Yeah, I actually bought it last year. It's cool because it comes with an interchangeable head. He can pick yeah. either his mask or unmasked version, which is, I thought, really cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, that until I opened the box either. <laughs> yeah, I see the they don't really advertise that, I don't think. No, because they always have them with the, like, kind of the sack face head. Right. Uh, when yeah, they're they, putting them out, but. They did have his sack face as a pillow, which I almost got. Mm, so yeah, that's a goal. I'll get it next time. And I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> What? She said she wanted the costume. I keep talking. You guys just keep talking over me. It's like I don't hear you. First, I've heard your voice. Yeah, me too. See, this is why I talk loudly and you make fun of me. <laughs> I thought you were pooping this whole time. No, I keep trying to engage and no one is saying anything. You guys need like a mic in between you guys. That's why I'm quiet all the time. What, what you got you going say? on, girl? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll try to yell. What were you saying? No, you guys were talking about the trick-or-treat stuff from um, beer, and I said, I want the Sam costume. Is that what you're going to be this year? I don't know, but it's cute. She wants to... Yeah, never mind. Does that mean Joe is going to be like Sherman Nerman that's puking? Ooh, that would be fun. (laughs) Wouldn't it? Yeah. Or I could be... Who would go good with, like, if you were Sam? Like, who is, like, the most iconic character other than Sam and that? Probably the principal, if you're going in the same... Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking I could be the old guy that, like, Sam attacks at the end. But but would they know that you're from that movie, though? Probably not. I'd say you probably have to do, like, a Michael Myers, like, because they have those pictures of him hanging out. Oh, yeah. Like a little kid. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about being, um, at one point... Dale Weathers and Dewey. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> or I said, she um, me, Gail, and I'll be Kenny the cameraman. Get your fat ass Sam hates that idea. I didn't say that. I'll just go kill myself. Now. Jeez. <laughs> My God, jeez. <laughs> Uh, so, so Simon and Joe, if email. you guys were moving, what would be the first thing you would put up in your collection in your house? I'd have to wait until Sam gave me approval. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would have a first thing. I think, well, maybe my record cart, I think. I'd probably put up, like, my, uh, life-size people first. And then, like, work my way around after that. So I got, like, Reagan, Michael, Jason. I think that's all I got for life size. But I didn't tell Sam this yet. But Don't you have Billy? Joe? Oh, yeah, I have Billy, too, yeah. I have a life size Billy. I also have uh, Slappy and um, Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. But they're, they're a yeah, Those guys are small. And I do have the Chucky now, yes. But... I didn't tell Sam this yet, but I didn't actually buy it yet, but it's in my cart on Amazon, 
Um, uh, there's, uh, I bought a life set. Well, I didn't buy it yet, but I got a life size mannequin, and I'm gonna. I want to like make like a Freddy, my own like Freddy. <laughs> so. You sure you didn't get a sex doll? <laughs> no. no, the mannequins. I found it really cheap. Um, a great group on Facebook, Ultimate Horror Collectibles. If you are a collector, I definitely recommend being in it. Um, they have great suggestions for stuff, and they're always selling like stuff for fair prices on there. But like someone uh, linked to this mannequin, and it's only like seventy five dollars, and it's like a legit the like head moves on it and everything, so you can pose it and stuff. Um, and yeah, there's like Trick or Treat Studios just released a really nice Freddy mask um, from Part Four, and it's like the best likeness to Robert England I've like ever seen for a mask. So I was thinking about doing a like uh, a life size Freddy. Are you talking about the mannequin that's seventy three inches tall? Yes. For seventy nine ninety nine. Yes. It's not bad. That's no. not bad. No. No, not bad at all. If you want to make your own like life size, because these life size things are expensive. Yeah. Like if you're gonna buy them, so you make okay. your own. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was all the questions from Mandy. So thank you, Mandy, for those questions. Uh, the next one comes to us from Cat 76 which was sent to uh, Todd, I believe, uh, DM on Instagram. So he says, or she says, I'm not sure, sorry. Uh, new listener. No, okay. He says, new listener, longtime horror fan. So question for the next show. If you could put together your own slasher-themed anti-Justice League, what seven slashers would you pick? My. So we're talking like expendables sorry. of horror type stuff. But yeah. so I told him I would scale his. So he gave me his answers, and I told him I was going to steal his. I'm going to his right now. All right. He'd do Jason, Michael, Freddy, Otis Firefly, Original Leatherface, Chucky, and Pinhead. I think it's a solid crew. I mean, that's perfect, right? Like, yeah, I mean, how can you get more yeah. better than that? Like, yeah. my answer wouldn't be much more original than that, because you got to go, like, the icons. I guess maybe I'd throw in, like, instead of Otis, I think I would throw in maybe, uh, like, the Creeper. The Jeepers Creepers or something. Mm. Yeah, good answers there. Yeah, I, I think I substitute Pinhead for Leprechaun, just because I think checking Leprechaun would be, like, your starters. You throw them yeah. in there first, see what happens, and then you come in with the, guy, the closers. Yeah, well, I mean, Leprechaun's got, like, magic, so you would think he would kick ass, like, using his magic. Yeah. I don't know really what Chucky can do. Like, he doesn't, like, have magical powers. Like, sure, like, he can, like, take over, like, other bodies, like, now, which we learned in the last Chucky. Like, he can take over, like, many Chuckies as he wants, so he can basically form, like, an army of Chucky dolls. Um, But, like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't have many, like many powers and he's so small like I feel like he would just mm-hmm. be hunted you know yeah maybe actually maybe you know what I would remove Chucky put in Pennywise it's sad that Leprechaun doesn't get the love that he deserves mm-hmm. like you don't you don't, you, you don't see merch for Leprechaun really uh, you don't like hear much about him but he's got some solid films especially the early ones yep. and he gets mm-hmm. a little bad during the end there but uh, the first few are pretty good um, okay, I think I sent it to Todd, actually, and I've shown Sam before, but the Scary Closet, which is, like, an amazing prop company, made a, a life-size leprechaun, and it's signed by Warwick Davis, but it's $3,000. But the likeness, yeah, on it, <laughs> the likeness on it is amazing. So, uh, like, I was tempted for a second 
And then Todd was like, it's great, but it's not, like, a decent used car price great. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing I didn't even know until just this year is Soda Toys actually had a Leprechaun figure that they were supposed to release, and then the company went out of business. Um, but you can look at the prototype for it online, and it looked like it was going to be an amazing figure. It came with, like, the well and, like, everything. Did uh, NECA, McFarlane, or anything ever put out a figure? Oh, never. That's weird. The only officially licensed Leprechaun figure is the promo figure. It's like a promo Bendy figure that they, like, released at, uh, like, they give it to, like, video stores. And you can find them now and stuff, but they go for, like, a couple hundred bucks. That's strange that they never took advantage of that. No, yeah, never. Huh. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's a... I mean, you have to go with the classics with a scenario like this, um, for sure. Um, so thank you very much, Cat for 76, for listening to our show, and uh, hope you enjoy them. They're well, a good time. Uh, so speaking of new listeners, our next question comes to us from who also says, I'm a new listener and love the show. Wow. Look at I was new curious. Again. Oh, I know, awesome. Rick, Rick from The Walking Dead? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, Carl. Carl. Uh, Carl. Uh, <laughs> fucking pudding. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm a new listener. Love the show. I was curious if you guys have any favorite old school Universal monsters flicks. Oh, Sam. Favorite Universal monster flick. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Duh. Sam has, Obviously. Sam actually has a pretty impressive Creature in the Black Lagoon uh, collection. You think? I think so. Really? Yeah. Pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, pretty think. Good <laughs> <laughs> what, Todd? No, you're just, you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I always tell Joe, like, I just never know what to do with it, and sometimes I get frustrated with it because I just don't. She has some great Myers and Creature collectibles that, like, I'm like, damn, I wish I had that. She has, like, one that, are, uh, the snow globe, the Myers snow globe, that's, like, really rare. Oh, uh, that's so nice. That thing goes Is it the same? Money. The is it the same line that did Freddy and Jason ones? No, it's not. This is what, it's, so it's a lot smaller than those ones. Um, but, uh, it was, like, released, I think, as part of, like, a box set, right? And the snow globe came with the box set, I I'm believe. not sure. That was actually a gift, so. Yeah, but the snow, it's a super slim, uh, rare piece. You can, like, find it, um, but they go for, like, I need to get a few fixed, hundred bucks. so, because yeah. it has a leak in it, so. And uh, what else do you get that's really cool? She has a really rare, um, Preacher on the Black Lagoon, um, life-size stand-up. It was, uh, it was when... Universal Monsters got, like, a re-release, the original movies, and it's, like, the creature, like, holding, like, the VHS for Creature on the Black Lagoon. I actually have the Wolfman one, and then Sam got the creature one, but that's a really cool one. My, uh, my favorite Universal, oh, sorry, is the original Frankenstein, because I think that's, like, extremely well acted, and I think it's actually pretty scary still. Yeah. So, yeah. I would agree, and I also love Bride, uh, this, you know, Bride of Frankenstein's great as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can't go wrong with original Frankenstein. Yeah, and I'm right there with Todd. I think the original Frankenstein is uh, my favorite Universal monster flick. It's just such a great story and very well made. But uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon is definitely a highlight, I think, in the uh, in the original lineup of the Universal monsters. So 
Who's your least favorite Universal monster? Do you have like a least? Favorite? I don't like the Mummy that much. Yeah. It's uh, it is pretty boring actually. It is. Yeah. It's it's a cool looking creature, but the movie itself is kind of dull. Does the Phantom of the Opera count? Yeah. Yeah. I go with that one too. He he like is always the forgotten one. I feel like, but he is an original like Universal monster. Yeah, uh, and j- just so, because I know Matt asked me about this tomorrow morning, uh, J- Joe and Sam, like, when you are you guys still, like, at that point in the relationship where you're still, like, separate relations? Because I was like, you guys are talking like you don't live together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so, so jealous of Sam's uh, snow globe. It, it's well, it's funny because, like, whenever Joe gets something, I'm like, well, I want one. And he was like, well, this can be ours. And I'm like, no, I want my own. Right. Yeah, but I'll, to be clear, I'll, if we break I'll, up, this is mine. Yeah, <laughs> our, our collections completely separate. Like her, yeah. like we don't put like our like my Meyer stuff and her Meyer stuff are like completely separate. Uh, yeah, like all of my is collection, that weird? All my collections in the living room. All of her collection is in the bedroom right now, mm-hmm. and then obviously she has like all of her Halloween stuff, which is all over the house pretty much. Is it weird that we don't have it together? Like. What if we mix it, no. and it's been so long since I've looked at it, and then Joe's like, I'm dumping you, and then I leave some of my treasures behind. No, yeah. I think you're fine. Yeah, it's just, I, I know I was going to get the question no. tomorrow. So. <laughs> but, um, do you, on your separate collections, like, for example, Sam, do you have all your Michael shit in one area, or do you spread that out? Um, so I had it all in one area, but, like, in my office, it's just strictly, like, um, the holiday Halloween, but, um, my Michael and Creature collection have grown, so that's what's in the bedroom, and it's just, it's Michael and Creature mixed together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I key, try to keep all of my franchises together, so yeah, I have, like, a couple of Freddy shelves, and, like, a Myers shelf, and then, like, uh, the 18-inch figures obviously won't fit on those, so I kind of go with, like, the bigger stuff is more separate. Mm-hmm. What about your Puppet Master stuff? Is that all together? That's all together, yeah. Currently, but that shelf's pretty much filled up because those, uh, the full scales take up a lot of rooms. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and for the record... That place is like a fucking museum. Like when I when I went there last year, I was just like completely enamored by how stuff there is in that fucking place. It's uh, amazing. You guys got great collections for sure. Uh, and his last question is uh, also: Have you seen the newer movie Haunt? Thoughts uh, before you guys answer. We actually reviewed Haunt in episode ninety three. And I think it's also that episode we had our buddy uh, Damien Maffei on. So. Yes. Uh, check that one out. Yes. Loved it. Personally. Yeah, really. Top, I think, top 10 last year for I me. think we all really liked it, yeah. Yep. But listen to the interview Damien on. That was a good uh, good episode. Oh, yeah, an early Sam's horse fun episode. So. Sam has a big crush on <laughs> I found a I found a picture of him in between the mattress and box. <laughs> along with pictures, <laughs> pictures of even Todd, too. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> uh, and ju- just, I'll, I might as well do it. Uh, Damien Maffei is doing a, um, he's trying to fund his new movie, Time's Up, yeah. uh, which you can find. I found Go Go, but just follow him on Twitter or Instagram. 
and you'll see all about it. He's got some really cool perks, uh, autographs from people who are in the film, which includes like um, uh, Felisa Rose and uh, the one from VHS, who's like the vampire at the beginning. I forget her real name. Um, and there's just a ton of really cool perks, and the movie sounds really fun, and he's really passionate about it. So. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, it's a few bucks. Uh, it seems like it's going to be a really cool film. So He's also doing Wrong Turn. That should be coming out soon, too, the Wrong Turn sequel. Better for that, too. There's a scene in what, a nun's curse, which I still want to see, but <laughs> not highly recommended by Joe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, so Rick uh, ends it with thanks for the great show, Love from Chicago. And that's all the questions we had. So thank you, everyone, for sending him in. We can't do the segment without you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What watched? What you been watching, Sam? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll start. Something. I'll think about it. Sorry. All right. We'll, we'll we'll circle back to you. Okay. All right. I watched one on Shutter Twenty release called The Shed. Um, it is about a bullied high school student um, who lives with his abusive grandfather. Not like sexually or anything like that. He just you know, calls him a bitch and stuff like that all the time. Um, anyway, at the beginning of the movie, there's a gentleman running through the forest and he's a vampire. This guy gets bitten and he runs and hides in a, a, the only thing he can find, which is the kid's shed. Um, so eventually the kid finds out there's a fucking vampire empire in a shed and like they hatch a scheme or punishing the bullies and stuff by using the vampire that's currently locked up um i liked it but i thought that it was a little bit too high school drama heavy um i thought the concept was pretty great but then they kept going back to typical drama with girls and things like that plus there's a lot of awkward times where he had dream sequences like so much that you're like, oh, this is a fucking dream, because like outlandish shit would happen, and you've seen it like three or four times at that point. So you're like, oh, he's in dreams, so consistent, and then you would wake up, and then stuff like that. Um, but you can do worse. So the shed currently on Shutter in America. All right. Um, my first one tonight is based on Todd's recommendation from a couple of weeks ago, and it is 2014's of The Blackwater Vampire, which I believe was on Prime. Was it Prime or Tubi? Do you, do you remember? Tubi, uh, I think. Was it Tubi? Okay. I, it's also on Prime as well. Um, but yeah, this one uh, about a film crew that goes into uh, the woods um, to investigate um, a series of murders that happened. Um, and yeah, I mean, this movie is like basically almost like a carbon copy ripoff of the Blair Witch Project. Like, almost like, you know, like, it almost seemed, like, deliberately at some times. Like, I just couldn't believe, like, how similar the Blair Witch Project this movie really was. Like, they even had, like, they had, like, so many of, like, the same thing in this movie. I was like, wow. I was like, either this director or filmmaker was, like, such a huge fan of the Blair Witch that he was just doing, like, a 
like a fan service film or something. Um, but yeah, um, overall, it was okay. Uh, however, I, I felt like it got a little ridiculous uh, towards the end there. Um, I will say, though, the the uh, vampire in the movie looks fantastic. Uh, he looks really cool and creepy. Um, there are some genuinely scary moments in this. However, there's also some really um, boring moments as well. I feel like it did take time uh, to get going. So, yeah, I mean, it was more of a miss um, than it was a, a hit. So, overall, I would say skip this one. Right. Uh, my first one, so as I talked about before, I set up my new TV on Sunday, and I had to watch this, and I woke up at 4 a.m. the next day on Monday just to watch this film. And of all the films I could have picked in the world to test out my new TV, I decided to go on Tubi and watch 1974's Satan, oh, which nice. is a supposed shot-for-shot remake of The Exorcist from Turkey. Uh, I won't say it's shot-for-shot, but it's definitely beat-for-beat. Beat. Uh, all of the big moments that happen in The Exorcist happen in this movie. Uh, for those who don't know, Turkey has this thing in the 1970s and 80s where they would take popular American films and just remake them to make them their own. Uh, I'm not exactly sure the reason behind it. Probably a rights issue or something. Um, anyway, they did Star Wars, which is probably their most famous one. And they also did The Exorcist as Satan, which is uh, this version. And i got to say, it wasn't bad. Like, it really wasn't. In fact, if... I didn't know about The Exorcist and kind of, you know, compared the two in my mind because you just can't help but comparing the two. I would say this is a pretty damn good film. Like, they really did their best to recreate The Exorcist, which to me is my second favorite film of all time. Um, now, of course, throughout the whole film, I'm thinking, fuck, I, I wish I was watching The Exorcist right now because I love that film so much. But for it really holds its own weight. The acting is really good. The effects are pretty decent. Uh, it's a solid film. I, I would actually, if you're a fan of The Exorcist and you're into these quirky kind of movies, uh, I would recommend Satan. My only big complaint, I would say, is because it was made in 74, it's the cut that they have on Tubi. It's not very good visually. So probably not the best choice for picking the first film to watch on my TV. But overall, I enjoyed the experience, and I was kind of into it the whole time. So I would ultimately recommend it. Happy to hear that. Hmm. I think you did Dawn the Dead, man. You let me down. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I just had to see this movie. I was like, I even talked about the last episode. I was dying to watch this, so I had to watch it. Fucking Tubi strikes again. Right. Tubi. 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 Uh, Sam, did you think of any? Nah. Hey. <laughs> um, all right, this was a recommendation by Jedi Mind. This is the first time watching this movie, and man, I was like missing out severely. Humanoids from the Deep from 1980. Uh, it's on Prime, and I think Shutter. I'm not 100% on that one, but I know it's on Prime. And Humanoids from the Deep is about a little kind of like fishing town, whatever, where these mutated um, human-like fish come on like the shore and start having sex with women, um, obviously. And then like there's a side plot where there's 
like a super racist group that like picks on the native american guy and that Native american guy has some friends and they like some like you know white people friends and they band together to fuck up the racist guy so you got that going on um eventually the guy or the native american guy like is like the town hero and stuff like that um there's a ton of nudity in this like gratuitous nudity where like every female character i think shows her breasts at one some point the gore is medical effects all around which are awesome and it's only um an hour and 20 minutes so it's like very crisp and fast so i can't recommend this movie enough humanoids from the deep 1980 i've never seen it now i want you like it it's on prime i just looked it up cool so i will be watching all right my next one is a 2020 release uh called the owners uh this one stars uh Maisie williams from game of thrones fame who played Arya stark um this one is uh, about a uh, group of friends who, you know, they are kind of a group of punks, I guess you could say, and they decide to break into this old couple's house to, you know, steal their money and whatnot. Um, the old couple ends up coming home uh, in the middle of the robbery, uh, and from there, uh, you know... The old people seem real innocent, but they're not quite as innocent as they seem. And I will leave it at that because um, I actually really ended up enjoying this one. Uh, it's not perfect or anything like that, but uh, you know, for me, it it just like I, I think I might have been in the right mood right mood at the time because I could see people like totally hating this week as well, um, just because like it has some really goofy stuff in it. However, um, it just, like, hit the right beats for me. Uh, it's very similar to uh, Don't Breathe. Uh, is that the one with the blind guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very similar to that in a lot of ways. Um, so I think if you're a fan of that movie, you'd probably enjoy this one. Um, so, yeah, I, I would recommend it. It won't make my top ten, I don't think, or anything like that, but uh, an enjoyable movie. All right, uh, my next one also made one of my lists this year, and that's on Netflix, which is 2020's Mark of the Devil. Uh, this is a Mexican film about two priests who uh, look for demon possessions, and they find a girl called Camilla who is uh, possessed, and uh, Carl and Thomas, two priests, kind of do a battle to try to figure out uh, how to take away this entity from uh, the girl Camilla. Um one of the big issues I have with this film right off the bat is that on Netflix, they only have the dub version. They don't have the original uh, version with subtitles, and that already is a big minus for me because I hate dubbed films. Uh, I really like to prefer to hear the actual performances uh, with subtitles. Uh, at least that's my opinion on things. But I don't think subtitles would have saved this film anyway. This film is absolute garbage. Uh, it's actually the third worst film of my 2020 list right now, trailing only after Corona Zombies, which is just an awful film, and uh, Agramont's Gate. Um, I wouldn't recommend this in any way. It's just complete trash, and the dub is god-awful, so there's just no redeeming factor in this. There are a few visual cues that are pretty cool uh, in some of the possession scenes, but the movie makes no fucking sense. Uh, the priests are like addicts and it just doesn't make any, there's no point to it. Like it doesn't serve the plot in any way. It's just kind of to add uh, unnecessary grief in the film. 
uh, is just terrible. I, I would not recommend this in any way, and that's uh, Mark of the Devil. All right, avoid it. All right, my last one is 1993's Leprechaun, and I watched it with my eight-year-old, and he loved it. Um, he's been quoting it constantly, and everything. Um, much to my wife's not amusement, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean Leprechaun. I mean the story. I mean, everyone's seen it. Um, a, a man traps a leprechaun after he steals his gold, hides the gold, and then the guy dies of a heart attack. Um, and then you know, fast forward some time later, Jennifer Aniston's with her dad. Meanwhile, they got the the uh, maintenance crew that's doing painting. Three guys, and then they unearth the leprechaun, and he wants his gold back. Um, super fun movie. Love it. Warwick Davis is just uh, he's amazing. He's, the the character's so good. The effects are great, and it's just got that 90s charm, um, which is hard to do for me with 90s movies. Usually I don't like them that much, but Leprechaun is just one of those amazing ones. So, uh, I don't know where it's streaming. I watched it on Blu-ray, um, but I'm assuming it's out there somewhere. It's on Prime in Canada. So, oh, is it cool? I don't know if that's a... Uh, it might be in the U.S. too. Let me see. I'll tell you right now. I think it is on Prime here. Uh, no, not. It's on HBO. For people with HBO, like, go mm. and not do anything. You can watch it on there. If not, you can probably pay for it pretty cheaply somewhere. Um, you can buy the Leprechaun collection for, like, 20 bucks. It's got all the movies, too, so that's a good deal. Definitely. Yeah. I really, I enjoy the entire, like, Leprechaun franchise besides, I think, Origins. Even in space has its fun moments. Uh, all right. Uh, my last one tonight is uh, you're going to hear quite a few of these coming up uh, over the next couple weeks. Um, I decided to start on 50 States of Fright, which is an anthology series currently on Quibi. Uh, and Quibi is a streaming service. Um, it is a pay streaming service. However, um, you can get a uh, I think it's a two week uh, free trial. So you can, you know, watch it on there if you want to do the free trial. Because um, this is um, uh, executive produced by Sam Raimi. Um, and it's really interesting because the episodes are in parts. And each uh, episode is only to like 10 minutes long. So, you know, they're basically, when it comes down to it, 20 to 30 minute, like little short movies. A la, you know, like a Tales from Crypt uh, style. So I'll leave us off with uh, the very first episode tonight, which was actually also directed by Sam Raimi and is called uh, The Golden Arm. And um, so the, the reason also it's called 50 States of Fright is this one takes place in Michigan. Um, we, I, I'm assuming they're going to go through every single state and maybe that's when the series will end or they'll just continue on again. Uh, but The Golden Arm um, is a pretty familiar story. Um, you know, you've heard this tale told different ways a bunch of times. This one is about a, uh, a husband and wife who are, uh, very much in love. Um, the husband is ma- ma- like pretty obsessed with his wife and, uh, will pretty much do anything for her. Um, you know, at times, uh, to his, uh, detriment. Um, but, uh, what happens here is, um, a bad logging accident happens and uh, the wife loses her arm, uh, and she obviously goes through a depression um, after the accident. Uh, and the husband decides, I'm going to make my wife a golden arm, um, even if it's going to pretty much bankrupt me. Uh, so he makes the golden arm for his wife, to which she loves. Um, however, 
it slowly is like this golden arm is slowly killing her um because of the chemicals in the gold um and uh i'll leave it at that because i don't want to like spoil it anymore um however uh you know some sinister things happen after that i gotta say i uh i highly highly enjoyed this story and i gotta say um i think so far i'm uh you know five or six episodes deep into this series and i would say it's worth getting the free for quibi that's how much i've enjoyed it uh so far but uh i'll talk about some of the episodes on uh, next on our next week's what watched but uh yeah re- really enjoying uh this uh little anthology series so far all right cool. anything else to add yep yeah i got one more um so my third one this week is uh, something that was reviewed on the podcast in episode 27 i, I wasn't back there back then so i will talk about it today and that is apropos to tonight's episode. That's 2017's The Babysitter over on Netflix. Um, of course, we're reviewing the sequel here tonight. Uh, so this one starring Samara Weaving. Uh, she's a babysitter, babysitting this kind of loser kid. And after he goes to bed, which she drugs him to make him sleep, uh, she kills some people and does a satanic ritual based on what she has. Um, I'd seen this when it first came out over on Netflix in 2017, but I decided to revisit it because of tonight's episode. And I really fucking love, uh, the first one in this film. I think it's a uh, film. There's a lot of really cool kills. I adore Samara Weaving. Like I'll watch her in anything at this point. So that's definitely a big plus uh, to this film. And, uh, I think it's one of those films that people need to see. You know, it's a, just, a fun experience. It's easy going. It's not a like really hardcore uh, horror film. So if you're beginning, kind of a beginner in the horror genre, or you're looking to introduce someone who isn't necessarily a horror fan, uh, this is one that I would recommend. Also, it's accessible because it's a Netflix film. So yeah, I, I really dug the Babysitter, and it held up on its my second viewing of it. So highly recommend it. I should have watched it. Yeah, it's great. Screwed up. Yeah, I didn't re- we didn't rewatch it either. <laughs> but I don't think it really changed. It would have changed my opinion no. one way or the other. There's a few things in the film in the first one that like they do call back in the second one, but nothing that's really pertinent to the plot. It's just kind of these little moments that uh, call back to the first one because I watched them back to back, like one right after the other. So yeah, it's great. All right, are you guys ready for some horror news? Yes. All right. Well, some exciting stuff happened, honestly, while we were on our one-week break. And let's start off with the biggest news, as Nev Campbell has officially announced she will be back as Sydney Prescott in the Scream relaunch. Uh, she will be joining, of course, David Arquette and Courtney Cox, who also announced that they are officially coming back. Uh, of course, Scream will be directed by uh, the Radio Group, who we actually had on uh, in an interview uh, when we reviewed Ready or Not, so you can go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, Nev Campbell, back as Sydney. What do you guys think? The right move? Absolutely. I don't want her to be the villain. You don't I want her to die. Villain? Yeah, if she's a villain, I'm going to be like, ugh. What if they kill her? I'm fine with that. I think she should probably 
leave the series. Um, but yeah, she's if they do this like the stupid freaking twist where Doctor Gordon's helping him the whole time at the end, I'm like, how oh, fuck? Oh, okay, so I don't yeah. want that to happen. I agree. I would hate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem with that is that I I really don't see where else that character can go. So I really feel that that's where they're gonna go with that character because <laughs> it's really the only thing she hasn't done at this point, right? Yeah. But because it's the Radio Silence crew, uh, who I think are amazing. Maybe they won't go in that direction, and I really hope they don't. But I have full faith that they're going to make a great film out of this. What if they kill her as the opening girl? Um, that'd be crazy. I mean, it'd be cra- that would remind me a lot of Halloween Resurrection, where they kill Jamie Lee at the beginning, you know, which I think yeah. that would really disappoint people. Yeah, it probably would. I think if you're going to kill her, you're going to have to wait until the end. You can't do it at the beginning. I mean, it would be shocking, but I think the fans would hate it, like, right off the bat, and then they wouldn't give the movie, the rest of the movie, a chance. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, but yeah, and honestly... What if, what if Dewey's the killer or Gale? Would you guys like that? I'd be okay with that, more than I would Sydney. Mm. I'm capable. <laughs> capable enough of a person to do that. <laughs> Is he gonna have the limp? The... I mean, I guess uh, it doesn't go away, right? So he has to do it again. Yeah. More importantly, is he going to have the theme song? Oh, he better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, interesting enough, too, the release date on this one, as it has been pushed, obviously, with, you know, the uh, with COVID and everything, it's going to be released January 14th, 2022. Uh, what do you think? That? Uh, January release for Scream? Kind of weird. Isn't that the dumping ground? Usually January is the dumping grounds, yeah. But the movie hasn't been made yet, so... That's true. I think October, man. you got to take advantage of October. You would think, right? Like September or October? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. Who cares if it comes out and it's great, but that's just still strange timing. Definitely. Alrighty. Uh, Next bit of news here is I wanted to throw this out as a congratulations to uh, one of our previous uh, guests that we had on, director Rob Savage who uh, directed House, and he did the episode after our host episode, I believe. We had an interview with him on, I uh, can't remember, yep. I think it was Troll, was it the Troll Hunter episode? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's to him, as he has just signed a three-picture uh, deal with uh, Blumhouse, Blumhouse Studio. So, uh, a big congratulations to him. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got on that. But, um, yeah, great interview cool. too. Uh, if you guys need to, like, he was very articulate and had really cool stories about hosts. So uh, it's definitely one not to miss. I think. Definitely. Uh, all right. Next bit of news here is another big piece of news here, and I really want to hear. I think Steve's thoughts on this most, as The Walking Dead has announced it will end with its final season in 2022. Along with that, they have also announced a Daryl and Carol spinoff series. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts? Uh, they also announced an anthology series, okay. uh, which is getting less uh, press for some reason. But anyway, uh, I'm happy that the mainline Walking Dead is ending. Uh, I think you don't want to like just keep going forever. Uh, it's really gotten good in the last two seasons, so I'd rather see them leave on top and just keep putting it out until essentially it gets bad again, uh, because there were a few seasons there where kind of were kind of a struggle. Uh, as for the Daryl and Carol 
thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I like the characters, uh, especially Carol, but I don't know if the two characters are interesting enough to carry their own show. Uh, I'll definitely check it out out of curiosity, but I think there's better characters that could support their own shows. But I am super excited about the anthology series. Uh, from what I heard about it, they're going to take characters from the past and do stories of before The Walking Dead, during The Walking Dead, and after The Walking Dead main storyline. So they're going to fill in the gaps with one episode arcs that brings back, can bring back really any character. And I think that's really cool. Uh, I like anthology shows and I think that world is interesting enough that you c- can do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm digging that for sure. So we'll see what the rest, but I'm excited to watch the end of the walking dead. I, I do love the show. It's uh, one of my favorites on TV, but I'm glad that they're going to end it on top. And uh, I, I don't know if I, I didn't hear, I don't know if you'd address it, but like, would you watch the Carol and Daryl series? Is that something that would uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. You know, uh, I think there's enough, I guess I, I spend enough time with those characters to at least give it a shot. Uh, it's nothing that I'm super excited about though. I'm more excited about Rick's movies because I love the Rick Grimes character than I am about the Daryl Carroll show, but who knows? It depends what the angle they go with it and I'll definitely check it out. All right. Alrighty. Well, this next one's for, uh, I think more Todd cause I know he is uh, the big Friday 13th fan out of all of us. Um, well, Todd, have you seen mm. any of the Friday the 13th in theaters? Uh, uh, maybe Freddy vs. Jason? Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, Todd, you're going to have a chance to see the original Friday the 13th Oof. this October in theaters, if you would like, as it has been announced uh, that they have remastered the original Friday the 13th, and you will be able to see it in there for two nights only. On Sunday, October 4th, and Wednesday, October 7th. Uh, tickets are available Oof. at fathomevents.com. Uh, so you can find out if any of your local theaters are participating by heading uh, over there. But is that something that you would go and do, Todd? I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> All right. However, I don't know if I'll go to a theater with a bunch of people that can't wear a fucking mask to Target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I would imagine Kentucky's a little not as strict on the mask wearing. No, we're one of the, I guess, better handling states, so they've been implementing that stuff for a while. Very good. All righty. Next bit of news here is this one I put in for you, Sam. I know you're excited about it. Netflix and chills? As Netflix has announced a massive lineup of new horror for the Halloween season. Yes, that is correct, folks. Uh, Netflix, of course, uh, simply Netflix and Chills um, announcing their horror lineup today. Um, So here is some stuff to look forward to. This is new original content. uh, Hashtag Alive, which was just released onto streaming. This might be one we might want. You guys, I'm seeing a lot of Train to Busan comparisons with it. And a lot of, not as, like, amazing, but a lot of people are saying it's, like, they feel like it's in the same uh, universe. And I'm hearing a lot of very good things about it. That is one we might want to check out. But that is currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, Coming September 16th, which is actually the day of this recording, uh, The Paramedic, uh, which is a foreign horror film. Uh, Also coming October 2nd, The Binding. 
on October, also on October 2nd, Vampires vs. The Bronx. Uh, by the way, this is all new, brand new content, no uh, repeat. The Bronx? Uh, Vampires vs. The Bronx. Uh, uh, a group, <laughs> like the Bron James, what the fuck? That would be awesome. Uh, but this one, uh, a group of young, <laughs> a group of young friends from the Bronx, the Bronx, fight to save their neighborhood from a band of vampires. So that one sounds like it could be fun. Coming October seventh, Samantha. Halloween. I know Sam very excited about that one. Uh, that one, uh, of course, uh, Adam Sandler led movie filmed here in Salem, Massachusetts, where Sam and I live. So. We went to the filming locations for that one, so we we're very excited for that. Uh, next one, October 14th, A Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. October 21st, you get Rebecca. And October 22nd, a movie, a Norwegian film called Cadaver. Uh, October 28th, a French film, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight. And October 30th, you get His House. And uh, also on October 30th, a Mexican film titled The Day of the Lord. Um, also some Netflix, also some uh, TV programming as the Nurse Ratchet television show starring American Horror Stories. Um, Sarah Paulson will be premiering um, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, also The Haunting of Bly Manor as well. So, I mean, Netflix really stepping up their game with original content, original spooky content for September and October. So, uh. Yeah, some really uh, cool stuff that I will be looking forward to checking out. Alrighty, next bit of news here is the Chucky series. A little update on the Chucky TV series that will be coming uh, currently. Obviously, because of the COVID pandemic, um, it has been announced that shooting has been delayed on the Child's Play uh, series until at least 2021. Um, of course, it was supposed to start uh, film here, but they have pushed it back. Um, the studio released a statement um, just saying that uh, they intend to still release it in 2021. Um, they don't plan on pushing it to 2022, so we shall see. But, yeah, uh, we'll keep you guys updated more on the Chucky series as we get news. Um, also, another bit of news here is uh, AMC's Fear Fest. Of course, AMC uh, does their uh, annual Fear Fest every year. Um, this year, good news, they have expanded it. Um, usually it only runs for a week or two, but they are going to be pushing it for the entire month of October as Fear Fest 2020 will kick off on Thursday, October 1st. Um, so looking at the schedule here, just, just from the first couple days, they've announced uh, some of the movies that they will be playing. A lot of classics here from Dust Till Dawn. A Nightmare on the Bride of Chucky, Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, The Amityville Horror, The People Under the Stairs, Seed of Chucky, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 6, Amityville 2, and various Hellra Hellraiser sequels, along with under a lot of other good content. Um, just the other day, actually, um, they had a Stephen King marathon on. Um, Sam and I were watching a little bit of that with uh, Misery and Silver Bullet. So, yeah, good stuff. All right, let's see what else we got here. Don't have much more. Uh, okay, so uh, a little update on The Northman, which uh, is Robert Eggers' newest movie. He is coming out, of course, Robert Eggers, director of The Witch and The Lighthouse. Well, some sad news here on The Northman, as Skarsgård, um, who is supposed to star, has unfortunately dropped out 
of the new movie due to um, a scheduling nightmare, he is calling it, um, because of COVID. Uh, so he, it is what it is. It's a big shame. Eggers is one of the great filmers, filmmakers out there. And working with my brother, I don't want to talk about it. It's going to make me burst into tears, Skarsgård uh, said uh, this week. But, however, um, currently cast for the movie of The Northman, Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Bjork, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, it is going to be a Viking revenge saga. Um, I'm really, really excited for this one. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up date on any of that but very sad to see scars guard have to drop out of that one um next bit of news here is i really wanted to throw this one out there because uh, i know todd would definitely be interested in this one as bruce campbell um gave a little tease for the new evil dead movie that will be coming out of course we reported that um on the title of the movie which will be called evil dead rise well he has teased that they are going to be leaving the woods this one as there will not be a cabin setting supposedly for this one and it sounds like evil dead will be heading to the city a la adjacent takes manhattan style thing uh yeah very interesting uh he said quote the evil dead are going to fuck up city this time uh campbell said uh during a recent speaking engagement at the mahoning drive-in in pennsylvania so todd what do you think evil dead in the city um, I don't know if I have that much faith in it anymore. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't really think Bruce's heart is in it. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Yeah. I, I think he's like done with the character pretty much. Yeah, especially like his last outing on that, and he was just you know barely even look at you. So, but I mean, his classics are so great. So we'll see. All right. Uh, just a couple more stories here. I just wanted to report on this as Nosferatu has officially been canceled by AMC. So fans of that series, I am sorry. Um, but that show is no more. Uh, I gave up on it. I think Sam said she was going to try to continue on with the rest of the final season. But we shall see. Uh, also, uh, oh, wanted to throw this out there. For you uh, It fans and Georgie fans, Party City this year has released a really awesome animatronic of Georgie. Uh, One-armed Georgie, um, basically like zombie, zombified, like he looks dead, and it's a really cool-looking thing. You can pre-order it right now on Party City. I don't know if any any of you guys have seen this yet, but it looks really awesome, and I think the price on it is like about 150 if I'm mistaken, but it stands 50 inches tall. 27 inches wide, uh, Georgie's eyes light up. Yeah, it's $159.99 um, with a December, September 15th arrival date. So it should be going into stores now and shipping out if you've already pre-ordered it. But um, it looks pretty badass. And, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that for tonight. Um, and, yeah, that is it for Harn News. Trivia? Trivia. Yeah. Trivia time. Uh, shout out to Weezerface who said she can beat me in trivia. Oh. So I said, bring it on. Now nah, she's giving me stuff. She said she can, she gets most of the ones that we get wrong, but I'm, I told her it's, when you got the prowl, a little different, so. Alrighty, let's get the scores here. Uh, currently we have Sam with 36 points. <laughs> uh, Joe with 45 points. 
Steve with 56 points. <laughs> and in first place. Good boy. The reigning champion. Con. Mm. With mm. 64 points. Mmm. I like the taste of that. What's it taste like? It tastes like sweet victory and the tears of my victims. <laughs> well, I guess I can start us off tonight. Give a big shout out to um, an Instagram uh, follower by the name of Cat 76 which I believe this is the first time they've ever written in. So they provided me some trivia questions tonight. So a shout out to uh, him, I believe. I believe it is him. Uh, so thank you um, <laughs> to them so much. Um, so I'll start us off. Who is in the lodge? Star Riley. Sorry, is that how you pronounce her last name? Well, who is the famous real life mother of the lodge that the lodge stars Riley Cope? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, he gave us a hard one then. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, the answer is Lisa Marie Presley. Really? Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh. Pretty cool little tidbit. Yeah. I had no idea. That is good trivia right there. Oops. Yeah. Good one. Jeez. Okay. Well, I got one from our pal Weezer face. Um, thank you very much for sending in trivia. It makes it a lot easier for us. Because sometimes I just, like, honestly get really lazy with it. Oh, see, okay. I, I think we're all, I think yeah. we're all like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to buy the, um, the, oh, yeah, the, the horror, uh, like, trivial pursuit just so I can get mm. the questions for the fucking box. <laughs> all right. This one is directed for Steve because she's trying to give you guys a little... Some, I like it. Some extra, some extra <laughs> pizzazz there. Because um, it's kind of fresh in your mind. In Jaws, what Ooh. kind of shark was wrongfully caught and blamed for the killings? Tiger shark? shark. Uh, Steve said it first. Tiger shark. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> to the tapes. I didn't even say tiger sharks. <laughs> no, you didn't? Uh, I, just heard, I heard you say sharks. I think you said tiger. <laughs> Steve got it, yep. Damn it, her plan worked. Yeah, thank you, Weezer Face. Uh, I'll go next, since uh, my first question is also from Weezer Face. Oh. Uh, but for the record, I'm actually switching it up. I'm reversing her question, so hopefully she's okay with that. Uh, in Tim Burton's 1999 film adaptation of uh, Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane is a constable detective. But what is his profession? In Washington Irvin's... That's right. God damn it. <laughs> I, love, it I love that. <laughs> right when you were saying it, I knew the answer. Then, and then it flashed in my mind what she told me earlier. She said, what happened to your rule of not waiting for the, Irvin, no, right. for the question to be done? I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, it it just eats at you sometimes. Yeah, but you only get to, to answer once until yeah. other people answer. But yeah, that's a, that's teacher, a, school teacher. That's a great October watch movie, I gotta say. I, I like a, that film. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I saw it in theaters. Same. So did I. Me too. It's great. Nice. Sam? Did you see it in theaters too? No. Can we go four for four? Uh. <laughs> uh. You're up. That's a good kid one too. I agree. Yeah. 
Hashtag, what kind of cockamamie question you got? I said I'm still looking. Oh. <laughs> looking around the room. <laughs> got a little feist dinner tonight. <laughs> My second question is geared towards you, Sam, so don't fuck me over on this question. Oh. <laughs> See, she's, she's brain right now in her head. <laughs> let, let it out this dead air here. The listeners will never know. Or will they? Depends how late you're in Depends if you wake up at 3 in the morning to watch fucking Argentina. Right. Turkish films. Horror films, yeah. I can't believe you did that. I had to. I was dying to see it. Yeah. He's Sam's trivia card, so. Are those trivia cards? They're old ones. Are they bad ones? Here. Here, take these. Take my strong hand. What do you mean? This is a good one. What's the this? Is... Don't look at it. He had a bit He had bit roles in Revenge of the Creature and Tarantula and became a superstar when he made a few spaghetti westerns. Oh, that's... Okay. Clint Eastwood? Yeah. I get the point. Uh, that wasn't a real question. Go ask uh, a question for me. No. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Who directed The Cabin in the Woods? Joss uh, Whedon. Definitely was Joss Whedon. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. I'm thinking Cabin in the Woods. Was it Joss Whedon, Sam? No, Todd. Oh. Josh Uh-oh. wrote and produced it. Oh. I'll give it to Todd. No. <laughs> Wait, who directed no. it? <laughs> no one got it right. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> it's not Joss Whedon, huh? That's oh, weird. What did I ask? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I got the cards mixed up. What the fuck? No, Drew Goddard did. Drew Goddard. Who the uh, fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> right, I've heard of the I'm name I'm looking before. this up. Okay, my Drew turn. Drew Goddard. Hold okay. on, I want to know what Drew Goddard, Goddard so. did. Okay. Oops. Dead. Uh, he directed Bad Times and El Royale. Um, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> the Count of the Woods. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. My next question. Also from Cheshire. The Ooh. narrator in both the original and remake of TCM, John Laraquette, was a co-star in what 80s comedy sitcom? Oh, fuck. Shit. I know this one. I know this one because of the fucking documentary I watched. The fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, What is it? I I could picture him, too. I can't. Night Court. Court. Uh, No. I was, like, picturing him. I I could see him in my face. (laughs) Steve gets the answer, and, and we will insert the Night Court theme song now. Uh, that, that was a great. That was a great show. I like. I, I watched that show before bed when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, and I played on rerun forever. Like over here. All right. I think it's my turn. Sam, look alive. Shake that out. Ready? I want to hear you say you're ready. I'm ready, Todd. In hocus pocus. Oh. Oh. Hocus pocus. What ingredient will drive us away? What ingredient? Salt. 
Yes. Joe, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Joe always gotta have everything for himself. <laughs> yeah. This is a competition. I'm going. <laughs> Alright. Uh, this one's a little geared towards Todd, but oh, someone else will get it. Mm. In Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason takes Manhattan. What does Jason see on a billboard near the water? Oh, a uh, hockey advertisement. That's correct. Good. Very good. Yes. Very good. Sammer. Sam. Sam. Again? Samtastic. Um. Stop looking at the cards, Joe Peter. <laughs> All righty. Steve, are you guys ready? Yes, we are. In the cabin in the woods, how often must the ritual sacrifice be performed to appease the... One gods? year, every year. Totter got it. You already asked me Yay. before. <laughs> so you ask multiple questions all the time. No, it's fine. Okay. I feel, well, you might not have asked it, but I know it's been asked. How many questions has been <coughs> asked, Joe? A lot. Exactly. <laughs> okay. My last one tonight comes... From Weezerface. So thank you to her. Okay. What band famously wrote the song Dream Warriors from Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, Misfits? Incorrect. Oh. Shit. Dream Warriors. Don't want to dream no more. Bring <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's Dream Warrior. I thought it was, damn, I thought I had it. Fuck. Yes, no, I'm gonna no, Google no. it, see what I missed. I, uh, I have no idea. Sam, Sorry. Would you like to guess? I'll just wait then. Correct answer is... Oh, oh okay. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> see, for me, that was like an easy one. But, like, yeah. I yeah. Can't think. Well, Sam's like rolling her eyes at me now. I want to all right. Sorry, I know here is trivia, okay? Here's a softball. I expect a home run from somebody. Ain't gonna be me. All right, Simpsons, Simpsons related. Oh, Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> is that your final answer? <laughs> no. Incorrect. <laughs> what famous poem did Bart Simpson say never more in? The Raven. Uh, the Raven, yeah. Joe got Joe, the Joe Raven. Got yeah. Nevermore. Yeah. I think it's my favorite little that was a, yeah thing oh, they do. Anyone that, that was a great fan, one. Any Simpsons fans? Me and Sam were at Five Below yesterday, and they had a Simpsons Trios of Horror shirt of them like on the couch as skeletons. It was very fun. That's cool. Yeah. I want that. For only five bucks. Def- How can you beat it? Did you get a Duff beer? Why did you get it? If it's so fun. Well, I mean, it wasn't fun yeah, Joe. for me to buy it, but. We did buy, uh, I did buy a Friday the 13th beanie, though. Ooh. Yeah. Very cool. All right, Sam, this one's for you. Sorry if I've already asked this one, Joe. No, no, the question's for you. Uh, It's for you. (laughs) Here's my question, though. (laughs) In the crowd, which we reviewed last last episode, what is the name of the book that Sarah takes out of the bookstore? What? I missed the whole question. <laughs> in the crowd. In, in, Go ahead. Uh, what's the yeah, crowd? in the 
in the craft, what's the name of the book that Sarah takes out of the bookstore? Why do you guys put this pressure on me? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Which, witches and bitches. <laughs> I, I wish. How to dump your boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> the Bear Winch Project. <laughs> Witchcraft for dummies. <laughs> Wiccan, Wiccan life. Wiccan, who bitchin'? <laughs> Bits and witches. You guys go? Yeah. Captain so the America name of the book. Big old uh, darner. <laughs> uh, so the name of the book was The Craft. The oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Fake fans. Wait, so that's why the movie's called that? Yeah, I think yeah. I remember watching watched it. I thought of that. I, I had like, no fucking clue. Wow, <laughs> this is an epiphany right here. <laughs> My goodness. Sammer? All right. <laughs> How do I do this to myself? Okay. Who directed that? Uh, Team picture. Todd oh. and Steve both get a point. Well, we'll have to go to the tapes. But I, I, I don't know. It sounded close. It was pretty. It's very close. I think it was a tie. We'll give them both a point for now, and then we'll let. We'll let Steve go back to the tapes. All right. It's one of my favorite films. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. That first time the the sloth guy is a lot. Oh, fuck, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a 10 out of 10 thing. Me me, me too. What's in the box? Uh, Okay. Well, tonight uh, we have uh, a lot similar... Scores, actually. Uh, Sam remains with 36 points. Joe, Steve, and Todd all received three points tonight, um, pending the last uh, point. But uh, So that will leave Joe with 48 points. Sam remains with 36. Uh, Steve goes up to 59. Todd goes up to 67. That is I like it. Cool. Send in those uh, those banger questions. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, questions, so we I really don't have appreciate. To figure them out for ourselves. Thank you. Exactly. Please <laughs> send me a direct message if you got the ones that we missed. Because I was drawing a blank on this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like I was a listener for the first you know seventy two hours, and I was fucking amazing in the car. <laughs> but you, you get on the podcast and it's just like you blank out on the easiest fucking questions sometimes. Yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's review that uh, Babesitter 2 Killer Queen. Growing up is worse than a near death experience. I can confidently tell you that because two years ago, my babysitter and her friends tried to kill me. The worst part is, nobody believes me. And now, everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I miss her. You're a weird little dude with a crush on a murderous, fictitious babysitter. We just gotta get you laid. That's your advice? That's what the f*** just came out of my mouth, ain't Cole, you're my best friend. You're not crazy. It's this place. We're all going to the lake this weekend. Just come with me. I already took my dad's car. just you and me. 
You seen a gorgeous black ghost. Don't worry, guys. I'm good. Where's Sonia? Getting cookies. I watched you all die. We are dead. Duh. Clearly, you guys are into some heavy cosplay. Just leave it be. Ow! Oh, oh shit! Oh no! It's all gonna get done again. Update me on the Psycho Breakfast Club. They had her blood cold, and they made a deal with the devil. They only had three hours to complete the ritual. We could hide out till sunrise. We finish this, we have to go back down to limbo. I love you, Cole. Could this night get any more erotic? Hey, Coley. You're my kill of the night. I get killed first. That's some post-Jordan Peele era horror movie progress. All right, The Babysitter Part 2, Killer Queen, directed by Mick G. And straight from IMDb, says, Two years after Cole survived a cult, he's living another nightmare, high school. And the demons from his past? Question mark? Still making his life hell. Uh, all right, so we caught up with the original actor from the first one, which I appreciated. Um, he's a little bit grown up. He's in high school now. The per- problem is he's geeky um, and dresses like, you know, very out of place for high school, so he gets picked on constantly. Meanwhile, the little girl from the, well, not, I guess not little, but the girl from the first one that's love interest is all grown up, um, but she's with another guy, and she's still flirts with him and things like that. But we realize that no one believes what happened to him, so he sees a shrink, um, his parents don't believe him, they think they're making it up, and they want, they he, they have him take medication, they're going to take him to a, uh, I guess, an asylum, or a psychiatric hospital or something. So his friend, first movie, convinces him like to sneak off to the lake with her friends and a bunch of other kids to just like chill out. And when we arrive, uh, basically the same plot from the first one happens. Uh, I don't think we can talk about this plot without spoiling, I guess, a twist, right? So we should do the twist warning now. I mean, uh, spoiler warning now. Let's, like, kind of discuss it, and then we can do the twist after, maybe? I don't know. You guys... But her character's part of what I didn't like about it. Okay. That just, makes sense. Yeah, we'll just spoil. Go ahead. Go for All it. All right, spoiler warning. If you haven't watched it yet, um, go watch the movie and come back to our episode, because we're going to talk about, like, some big spoilers right now. Um, so when we get to the, to the house, but we're having a party... Um, his friend turns out to be, like, the new cult leader, and, like, it's her, like, thing. She always sacrificed him again and try to do the same um, thing from the first movie. And then the killers from the first movie all pop up because they're, I guess, demonic, and they can come back every two years to try to complete the ritual again, and he has to fight off people with a new love interest that's, like, the bad girl, for, and she has her own side story and things like that. So uh, what do you guys think about it? Who wants to start? Um, 
I'll go. Okay. Uh, I like the film. Love the film. Uh, I I watched Babysitter and Babysitter Two back to back, and I got to say that the original is a lot better. Uh, better structure, better story. Uh, I like the characters a little bit more. There's something about the second one that just didn't resonate with me. Um, the first, first of all, the CGI was fucking terrible, which I can excuse a little bit because the movie's so goofy. But it's still in 2020. You shouldn't have CGI that bad, in my opinion. Um, I didn't buy at all the character of Melanie turning uh, into like kind of the demon. Uh, she was such a like kind of grounded character in the first one that it was just too much of a departure from her character in one to do what she did. Uh, I don't know. There's something that just didn't work with me. Now, what I do like about this movie is I did laugh out loud at some of the parts, particularly with the two fathers. I thought they were and really brought levity to this film. Uh, they were high for most of the film and uh, Melanie's father in particular really made me laugh a few times. So overall, I enjoyed it, but it didn't hold a candle to the first one. Um, I agree with Steve. I didn't watch them back to back. I watched the first one. Um, did we review that, or did you guys do it? Uh, I don't remember if we ever reviewed it or not. Well, I watched it. Last you, you did week, episode twenty-seven. Did. Okay. Episode okay. yeah, episode twenty. Super fan. Um, but I'm with Steve. I. Love the first one. This one, I didn't hate it. Um, there were some parts that I laughed out loud to as well. Um, I just felt like it was all over the place, and it kind of had a different, um, I don't know, like went a different way. I felt like it was, it couldn't decide what it wanted to be, I guess. I was confused by, um, this is really weird, but... I was looking at, like, all of their clothes and, like, the fashion and stuff and how they style them, and they're all wearing different clothes from different eras, like the 70s and 80s, 90s, and now, like, it was just really bizarre to me. Um, I don't know, so at the beginning I was kind of annoyed at, and I didn't really start liking it until um, we got to know a little bit more about uh, Phoebe's character. Um... So, yeah, I think what saved it for me was that Samara was in this one as well at the end. Uh, righty, I'll go. Uh, so, I think this may have been the dumbest movie uh, of the year I've watched so far. But I was entertained. Like, I found it to be uh, pretty damn entertaining. Uh, and I could see people completely hating this movie. You're either going to go with it or you're not going to go with it. And for the most part... I went with it. There were some parts that I did not like at all. Um, you know, then that's just kind of the, what they were going for here. They were just going for a completely ridiculous, um, like, make no sense type of movie. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I overall had a lot of fun with it. I definitely had my issues with it, but overall I thought it was fun. Yeah, Sam, I completely hated the beginning of this movie like it, to the point where i almost turned it off like i didn't get i didn't like the comedy like the girl's speech when she goes to the class and then the doctor calling her a bitch it's just it didn't land with me um and then like steve said i really liked the two dad characters i thought they were so fucking funny especially when he's lying to his wife about smoking weed 
Um, but my three favorite characters were actually the shrink slash nurse. I thought he was really good. Both the dads, Cam is one character, and the black guy villain, when he's dancing and, like, scaring the kid, it, he was just hilarious the whole time, I thought. But, like, it, it just... I don't know if it didn't take itself seriously enough, which bothered me. Because I didn't, like like I said, I didn't watch Back to Back, so I don't remember the, exactly the tone of the first one. I know it was kind of outlandish, too, but this one seemed like it took it to another level. It did, which, yeah. which didn't really work for me the whole time. And then, so they had sex, right, at the end? That's why he, he I mean, obviously yeah. he wasn't a virgin, but they didn't, like, yeah. I like, they showed, like, hot dogs going into buns, yeah, and then yeah. the next thing they're completely clothed again. So I was like, oh, they didn't bang, but then right. they did bang, because at the end, Samara's like, they did bang, so I'm like, okay, I didn't get Yeah, it's funny, uh, I watched it with and she had the same reaction as you did. Uh, she's like, what? They didn't have sex. I'm yeah. like, of course they did. There was hot dogs going in buns, yeah, and there was rockets sense. going off. And everything, it's like we got, we saw the same film, but saw two different things. Yeah. And you're right, like, the characters that all looked like they had sex, but the imagery they showed during that mm. scene, made, it was like kind of the what people joke about when they show sex, <laughs> like, in a, you know, G-rated version. So I got it, but she didn't, and it's just, it was confusing. Yeah. 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 What, what is the obsession with high school kids making out? Like, yeah. they're, like... <laughs> Dang, they're lingering on this shit. And you know the worst, the worst part for this movie, besides some of the forced comedy, was um, his uh, the girl that's now the villain. I just, I didn't, I don't think she can pull off the villain card. That's no. just my take on her. Yeah, no. no, yeah, I didn't, I didn't find her to be like a great like villain. Well, and like no. I, when we started watching it, I was like, her character is similar to Samara's character in the first one. I was like, she's the villain. Like, yeah, Sam I called it. knew it right off the bat because I was like, it's just so, so like I could tell it almost seemed like she watched that movie over and over just to act <laughs> like Samara's character, and I didn't really like that. But yeah, I also they like her too. I had to, yeah, they did. I thought this movie was going to go a different way at one point too because I said something to Sam when I thought this was all going to be like fake. And in his head, because at one point he throws his medication into the water when they get to the lake house. Mm. And I thought they were going to go, like, that route where he's going to wake up and it was all going to be, like, a like a dream sequence or something, which I would have fucking hated, so I'm glad they didn't do that. But I, I thought that's what they were going to do at one point. And honestly, it would not have surprised me because the tonality of this movie is, like, so real, like, all over the place. Like, nothing really would have shocked me in the movie. But i got to say the one scene I absolutely hated was the fight sequence. With like, oh, like God. fucking Mortal Kombat, I fucking hated it. I thought it was like the it was dumbest thing. They could terrible. Do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were laughing though. I mean. Well, just like you said, like yeah. you laughed at some parts that yeah. I hated. Right. Like when, like he pees on her face. Yeah, yeah. That was. I was like, what? Yeah, there was like a lot of eye rolling, like comedy, like that. And I have like a nitpick with that scene, and maybe I'm just overreacting, but when he's peeing. We see her point of view, and she's pretending to be scared just for the audience's sake. Exactly. I thought that was yeah. stupid. Which is, like, a, a small thing, but, like, you're, you're only playing to us. Yeah. You're not playing to him. He doesn't, you don't have, it, I guess that's, oh, yeah, well, if you saw it, too, then I guess I'm more vindicated, but I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe it was, like, just one of the little chings throughout it, like, they're maybe. trying to trick us. But, yeah, I was like, well, why are you acting so scared when we can't really see you? Right. So I, I was confused. Was uh, was B her um, babysitter before the boy, or yeah. how that work? 
Probably have before, yeah. And then she killed her parents on purpose? No. It was like a... It was like no. A, so the way I took it, it was like a legit accident. And then the little girl was going to die. And basically, she made a deal with the devil to let the girl live. And like, after uh. that, she had to do like whatever the devil told her to do, which I guess is why we got into the first babysitter movie, where she had to do like a blood sacrifice because like she had already made a deal with the devil. Right? God. Am I taking that right? Sure. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's how I saw it too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like I liked seeing Samara back in this. Oh movie. yeah. I think she was the best, did you, pretty much the best part of the movie. Did, but did you feel like okay, we can only get Samara weaving for two days, so let's find a way to put her in oh, absolutely. somehow in this yeah, movie. Yeah. And it felt like out of place and rushed. And I love her, so I was really happy to see her. But at the same time, it really felt like all those indie movies that I watch plug a big name, but it's only in it for like five minutes. Right. Uh, that's what it felt like. It's just it's like she's gotten too big, so we can yeah. only afford her for two days shoot, and this is what we got with her. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, I was already like expected before like I even started the movie. Like I kind of knew she was only going to be in here for like a small cameo. Obviously, because like I knew, you know, they put in like a new villain. So I was like, I was like, okay with it just because I was expecting it. But yeah, I was a little disappointing. They didn't like bring her back for like the full role again or something. But it was okay. On a side note, I started watching the new Bill and Ted. She's in that one. Oh, she is. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah, plays Bill's, Bill's daughter, right? Uh, one of their daughter. Yeah. 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 She's becoming the new it girl for sure. She's yeah, great. <laughs> But what did you guys think of the kills in this film? I thought it was... I was down for most of it. I thought some of the gore was, like, really top-notch. Obviously, like, a lot of it was, like, CGI and stuff like that. But, like, for the... There were some really fun ones in here. Like, I really loved uh, Bella Thorne's kill where they, like, pulled her apart there and, like, she got decapitated. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the Asian girl, like, her death. There was, like, a lot of actually really... Filled. I enjoyed them. They were, like, ridiculous over-the-top just like most of this movie. Yeah, they were great, and they're very inept at their job. Like, they kind of figure it out, which is funny. Awesome. What was the biggest laugh for you guys? <laughs> like, what, what what joke really hit with you guys? I, I like when Cole was trying to get away originally, and the black guy, like, would dance in front of him. I just thought he was hilarious. And then when the shrink said, you Tom Cruise-looking motherfucker, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was good <laughs> at the end, the whole, yeah, that whole ending. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, what... He's like, you got some pussy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I really like the dad uh, and uh, her... The the two dads. They were both pretty pretty good in this one. And I kept calling them Steve and Todd when I was watching Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's Steve and Todd right there. <laughs> what about you, Sam? What made you laugh in this film? Um, nothing in particular. I mean, I don't remember anything specifically. Yeah, it's kind of a throwaway movie at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one that really got me is um, her, uh, her dad, and they go to his house for the first time. He's got that, like, apron that says, ask me about the sausage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but that really fucking got me. <laughs> it was just so, like, perfect for that character. He was just such a douchebag, and I don't know, I just really love that character. Yeah. She, got... kills, she kills her dad. It's fucked up. Yeah. I got a yep. chuckle out of uh, uh, the black character there. He he was re- actually great. I agree with Todd. He was like great. He was like one of the better, the funnier characters. But he did the the joint like 
<laughs> yeah. said, like, you know, I've survived the longest. He's like, this is what a Jordan Peele, like, post uh, thing is, like, is. And uh, I got a kick out of that line. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I like when they're in the car, the dads, and they try to hang up on the wife. And she's oh, still yeah, listening. that's great, yeah. That was too, yeah. <laughs> then there was definitely some comedy that missed, too. There was, like, the, I guess just, like, like the more, like, high school humor where they were talking about, yeah. like, uh, like, stuff I didn't even get, like, so... But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this this movie was made more for, like, the high school-age kids, right, would you say? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a back-to-school film. You know? yeah, like, uh, totally. Right, and what did you guys all think about Phoebe as a character? I, I didn't really buy that character at all. There's something about that character that just felt forced. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the, the whole bad girl thing was really forced. Phoebe was the love interest, right? Not the blonde girl, the other one? Yeah, the girl the, the girl from you there. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't hate her. She I, she was okay. Like, I didn't love her. I didn't hate her. She was in you? Yeah, she's the neighbor in the second season. Oh, uh, I haven't watched the second season yet. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's in. You know, it's just, I don't know. There's something about her that just felt fake. Um, like, she was too perfect for him, in a way, and... I don't know, it just didn't work with me. It's like he fell in love with uh, I don't know. Like, you have practically the love of your life who turns on you, and all of a sudden, like, right away, you have, yeah, someone else have sex with them. Yeah, and, yeah right. it's just... And then that's a, you know, a typical movie mistake. Like, a lot of movies do that. But for some reason, this one, it really bummed me. It just felt too rushed and too, too perfect for, like, what it needed to be. Maybe she was the rebound. That's what happened. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess she was, but I don't. Know, I just didn't like that character. I thought uh, it was just too, too much. It's like the little uh, like mini scenes they played, where it showed like how they all made the deal. The, like the flashbacks. Yeah, I like those actually. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I like thought that's how we would have like had a star. I, like I like when he was shirtless. Yeah, me too. I like when he was shirtless <laughs> with like the name badge on him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got a kick out of the scene where uh, he jumps on the water tube and. Like, he's, like, flexing. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was pretty <laughs> funny. They were the fun, those characters were all actually pretty good. The, like, returning characters were all pretty, pretty good, pretty funny. Besides, like, honestly, Bella Thorne yeah. was, like, Bella Thorne, like, whatever. Her character was probably the most boring. Right. I like, all the other ones were pretty good. Especially, like, the, the, the two male ones I thought were both really funny. Yeah. I think that's why the first one was better. It's because those characters are featured more prominently, yeah. and they're so good that it made the first one kind of... You know, as special as it is. Mm-hmm. I did like the main character, though. Like, the kid in this one. I thought he was he was good. Solid. At one point, he yeah. reminded me a little bit of the kid from Stranger Things, I said to Sam. Uh, he's, so he's, he's good. Back. And they both... Um, it's cool that they got the kid actors back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because luckily, they're still good actors. Right. And they aged he, well, like... Yeah. Yeah, that guy was actually the runner-up to be Spider-Man. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, is it this one that had the, yeah. the spider, like, kind of side story? Spider? Or is that the first one? And in the crawl space? Oh, no, it's the first one. Yeah. See, that's the problem about we watching get, it back to back. We got, we got a rattlesnake in this one crawling up his pants. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, which was a little, like, kind of weird. Yeah. Sam, you're going to... Oh, no, I was just asking if it was Cole. That was the guy who played Cole's character. He was supposed yeah. to be Spider-Man? Yeah, cool. Yeah, Judah oh, Lewis. Cool. 
He's I think he's actually a really good actor. Yeah, I agree. He's he, he's really good in this film and both films actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll go on to have a good career probably. I think. Yeah, so. for sure. He was in something else that I saw that was really big. Let me look him up here. I said he was in a big role somewhere else. This movie you guys talked about, I see you. Oh, okay. And, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And he's also in yeah. uh, the Christmas Chronicles, which I really liked personally. But oh, it's the summer of '84. I don't remember him in that. Oh, he was. He must yeah, he plays Tommy Eaton. Tommy oh, Eaton. That's a little know. bit. I don't. Th- he wasn't one of the main kids. Uh, it looks like he was like the punk looking kid. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's been a little. Yeah, bit. I don't remember. That. Another great movie though. Man. Why don't you? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, got him. Oh, number one. No, What's it wasn't my number, number one, one, but it definitely it was in my top ten that year. In your top five. May have been in my top five. Agree. My problem with that one was the killing. Scary. Yeah. He's just like a soft looking dude. Yeah. He's more like innocent, but I just liked how dark it went at the end. Yeah, it went fucking dark. Oh, he man. killed the one kid and then like hid in his fucking attic. Nope. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, anything else to add about Killer Queen? Mm-hmm. Why is it called Killer Queen? Uh, because they got the song rights for that song. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, because like, Samara apparently is the queen, and they play the fucking Killer Queen theme song. Yeah, the Killer Queen oh, song, okay. yeah. That's about it. I was like, yeah, I'm telling you, they, yeah, they got they got the song, and they're like, oh, fuck, we got to use it, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our theme now. Yeah. Makes sense. That's why the CGI sucked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> budget to that song. Yeah. yeah, they did two Queen songs in this film, so it's probably blew their whole budget right there. Yeah. yeah. Alright, ratings? Well, ratings? What you guys got? It's a hard one for me. Yeah, this one is, like, a little tricky, because, like, it, it's such a dumb movie, but it's just, like, a dumb, fun movie. Like, if you just, like, turn your brain off, and, like, it's it's an easy watch. Like, I was never, like, really, yeah. I, was never, I was never bored with it, I will say, which is, like, a, a compliment in of itself, but, I mean, there's, there was definitely some eye-rolling moments, but would I watch it again? Um, probably not, but, like, maybe if, like, like if it was on in the background or something. Um, all right, I'll settle on a, I'm going to go six and a half on this one. Um, I mean, I gave it a three out of five on Letterbox, but Letterboxd. the five is kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, I th- I'll think I'll go with a six, seven, five, two out of ten. And I think I would watch it again, not by myself. Sam? What did you rate it, Todd? 6.75. Or or a 3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. I think I'd give it a 3 on Letterboxd. Thank you. And Steve gave the same one, right? Alright. I did, yeah. <laughs> nice. You step up your Letterboxd, man. I'm up to like 1,700 films. Yeah, I, I've kind of taken a little break, but I got like 600 in there, I think, currently. See, I'm only doing the one since I started on the podcast. So it's it's my reason to rewatch everything at least once <laughs> to get better at trivia. All right, Sam, what do you got for us? Um, I guess the 6.6. Oh, okay. And I got it down at a 6.5 as well. 
it's good. It's just not great. But I, I think I could see myself rewatching this, especially. And this is a question we got from Eric S. Uh, over on Facebook. Uh, do you think there's going to be a third one given the short uh, post-credit scene? Yes, uh, we. I, we ended up, we, yeah, we did see the post-credit. Did all of us see the post-credit scene? A little quick. I did. Yeah. Yes. Um. Although maybe, I don't know what it was. Maybe I guess it depends how successful this one is, right? Like if this one gets good enough, like buzz on it. Um, yeah. I could care less either way, though. If they make a third one, <laughs> cool. If they do, I'll watch it. What was the post-credit scene? I don't remember. Just the, like the, the book survives. Book, the book oh, that's right. Yeah. Like fucking Jumanji. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they can get the cast back. At least not the the main act. Yeah, I think because that one guy, uh, the shirtless guy, is pretty much on the show. That's really good. Oh. Yeah, I don't even know if they'd be able to get Samara back for a third one. Like, I think if yeah. they did make a third one, it would yeah. be like a completely different like thing. Maybe they might be able to get the the main kid back, but like, that might be completely different. Yeah. I guess he's really the only one you would need per se. You could always like get like a Samara lookalike to play the same character, like they do have done in other movies. Yeah, it comes down to, like, same thing with Stranger Things. Like, how many times can have the same exact thing? Right. Yeah. Like, with Jason, at least he terrorizes other people. Like, not the same fucking guy. But, yeah, I want to spin off of the dads. <laughs> there you go. That, that's this all is, I want, really. I just want a movie with the dads. Just, just a 25-minute <laughs> demons in the second one, in the third one, yeah. Why not? Why do you like the dads? I don't know. They were just they were being of... irresponsible. Yeah, being annoying. Well, really... he's he an irresponsible. He's trying to look out for his son. That's true. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. If they thought he was so nuts and so crazy and so worried for him, why didn't... Why wasn't it, like... Why wouldn't they think something bad happened? Like, why wouldn't they have caught the cops or something? They just... They, like, kept it within themselves, you know? Well, like, they thought he was so with his girlfriend. You're going off the wall and... He has to take ten medications for a while. Like, what was, yeah. what was the mom in? Because she like looked really familiar. And I asked, she's in Trick or Treat. She's in every, oh, that's right, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Super fan, huh? Just kidding. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what part I like too. Um, when shirtless guy was like, "I'm not even mad, bro." Like when he said oh, he yeah, banged yeah, the chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I did? Yeah, man. Like you said, they're the best. Yeah. Sorry. Was Bella yeah, Thorne's same. character. You didn't like her character at all? It was all. too much uh, uh, this uh, movie. You just yeah. don't like her because she made two mil on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was her. I think that was a fake person. Oh, really? Is that what they're saying, though? I don't know. You oh. tell me you guys signed up for <laughs> Yeah, half my spending money goes to fucking OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't have one. Why would you spend money on OnlyFans when you get, there's like 50 million free coins? <laughs> yeah, plus all that stuff goes to porn anyway. Like, people take oh, yeah. it off. and right. So, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. But uh, for the listeners, would you guys pay for a Horror Squad OnlyFans fans account? <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> we'll do some, know. some horror cosplay. Yes, <laughs> that'd be fun. Joe, Joe will do some some push-ups with his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right. Well, I guess that's tentatively horror squad approved. Yeah. I think so. I take yeah. that. So so. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I I would recommend it to some people. I guess. Yeah, that's fun. Maybe yeah. did drinking game. Yeah, be it's a good like uh, crowd watching one, like yeah, like a party movie or something. All right. I think this is the first Anything time we've all like, rated pretty much exactly the same. All right. It's been a while since we've done that. <laughs> we all agreed for once. Is ne- are we doing Antebellum next week? Uh, if we can, yeah. Where, where's so. it out at? It's releasing Friday, VOD. Okay. Um, it was a theater release, and it's gonna. It's like the first big release, I think, like horror-wise, that's getting like a VOD. Yeah. And the last, I think. Probably, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it might be one to, uh, you know, if we can get to it. If not, maybe uh, there's a, there's a couple other new ones we could do as well, or we could always we could always do a classic. I don't remember what that one's about. Antebellum. I uh, I just remember it's got Janelle Monae in it. Um, yeah. And it like takes place. I think it takes place on the plantation. From I yeah, I think so. Yeah, so. I think it's about slavery and yeah. stuff. So they keep Maybe confusing it's... that with antlers or antler. Yeah, no, it's completely called. different. So I'd say tentatively, Car Squad fans, get, watch that. We'll be reviewing that. But if not, we'll let you know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Thanks again for all the new listener questions and all the other people that normally do it. We appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah and uh, uh, yeah. Just, and just like for updates and anything, just make sure you follow us on our social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Our Squad Podcast, and uh, yeah, we have a little and letterbox. letterbox and Letterbox now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.